He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm feeling good this morning, and we hope we transfer that to you. Do you know why I'm feeling good this why morning? Why is that, Howard? It's Friday. I always hate to use the phrase that the kids use anymore. Fry, yay, fry, yay, but it's Friday. I'm feeling good about Friday. We've had a full week this week, and it doesn't feel like it. I mean, it just feels like we just got started. That's no. a good thing. I feel good about that. This time last week, we were looking at the walls saying, well, what do we do now? What do we do now? Like, yeah, they weren't these walls. They were our walls at home, sitting at home. Like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I, learned that I, have no, I learned that when I don't have this to do, I got nothing we to do. We ain't got much, do we, Howard? No, I mean, it's kind of... Uh, it's kind of pathetic, really, when you, when you... We got this show and lunch. That's, that's what we got. That's that's uh, that's really uh, really pretty much uh, it. 7.10 in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Welcome in. Glad you're here. Uh, it's a nice, warm morning, 60 degrees, pretty much across the board. 60 at the um, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 60 at the Highlands, 60 in Elm Grove, and 60 here at the Watchdog Radio Network studio. So uh, going to be a very nice day. We probably are going to go down from here. We uh, hit our high earlier uh, right now, a little bit of drizzle out there, eh, maybe a little bit more than a drizzle, might call it a light sprinkle coming down. Temperatures will drop from the 60s down through the 50s throughout the day today. But all in all, a nice day, a rainy day, a sprinkly day, and it's going to be that way tomorrow and Sunday as well. And temperatures will uh, keep on dropping as well, but all in all, not uh, not too bad. So uh, welcome into a uh, rainy but a good uh, good Friday. Oh, yeah, it's 60 degrees. Feels uh Feels good. You know, yesterday we had a uh, snowy, uh, not snowy day. We had a uh, foggy morning in the morning. Very foggy. And actually the fog stuck around a good bit of the day. I don't know if you noticed that or not. When we were picking up Teddy in the afternoon uh, down around the creeks and so on, a lot of low-lying fog everywhere. It was kind of like driving through, you know, Dungeons and Dragons or something. And, it was and I noticed that also there, Mr. Science. So what does that mean? Does that mean the air temperature is warmer than the temperature of the water? And with that moisture, that creates the fog, Mr. Science? I will tell you what my wife told Teddy. It means the clouds have come down to the ground to sleep. There it is. That's, yeah, they're a little tired. <laughs> the clouds have come down to the ground to sleep. That's what that's what she told Teddy yesterday. Uh, it was It was, depending on how your perspective is. It was either spooky almost yesterday, you know, late evening heading towards sunset because the just the, the fog, low-lying fog just kind of floating around there. It's kind of like something out of a out of a movie. Uh, and then also you could if you have a different perspective on life, if I guess if your life is half your glass is half full, it really was kind of pretty out there, but it was definitely um, foggy. I bring that up because you know, it seems like all of the weather we have anymore is intense weather. We are having, you know, warmer winters, colder summers, or whatever. It just seems like everything is, is intenser, right? This week, we hit a record fog across the country. Dense fog alerts were so extensive yesterday, they reached record levels for the third consecutive day. All this week, all across the country, fog alerts stretched from the Canadian border to the Mexican border, all up and down the country. The fog was out there, uh, as far east as the northeast and um a few alerts even on the West Coast yesterday. 
1,500 separate National Weather Service forecast zones were impacted by that. Uh, so um, it's just every part of weather, including fog anymore, is becoming more intense, becoming different, different, different and difficult. I'm disappointed in myself, Howard. Today would have been a great day for Mel Torme. The oh. velvet fog. Velvet fog. I'm trying. I, I, it was right there at the tip of my mind. Said, what the hell are you talking about? No, no. I knew. I knew. I knew it made sense. I just wasn't able to uh, to pull it out there. So, um, you know, everything is is changing. Winter has become the fastest warming season for much of the country. Winter has become the fastest warming season of the country. Uh, and now we have record fog. You know, everything is more intense. I just find that fascinating. I think before you look around too much, when you start your day this morning, whatever time that may be, I think the first thing that's going to hit you is, boy, it sure does smell like spring out here. It does. You know, it yeah. just has that feel to it. And I know we're still in January. But, Howard, as you know, next Friday is my first day of spring. That's the day that pumps me up. Which is? Groundhog Day. Ah, the do-it-again day. Yeah, back and forth, back and forth till you get it right. But yes, that's the day that I have always said, okay, I don't care what Puxatawney Phil says, this is the day we can start looking forward to spring. I wonder what he'll say this year. With the fog, I don't see how in the hell he can see a shadow with if the fog is at Howard. What did you say it was, Tuesday? I think it's Friday, February 2nd, right? Oh, I don't have a forecast going that far. I'll have to ask Adam when he gets here what, we need fog. what Friday's forecast is, is, uh, is going to be. Uh, 7.13 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. This story is right up your alley. This is right up your alley, I think. It begins up my alley. I talk about it all the time. We talked about it yesterday with Annie Witzel uh, from Miami University, and we've talked about many guests. On Capitol Hill and across the country and legislators everywhere, Bob, everybody hates everybody else, right? Republicans hate Democrats. Everybody, some of the re Republicans hate other Republicans. Everybody, I hate that guy. Everybody calls each other names. Everybody, you know, you watch some of the the, the hearings uh, on on Capitol Hill. There's finger pointing, name calling. It's just, you know, the days of gentility have kind of gone. They still say things like, "My my friend, the gentleman from Elm Grove, is a flaming a hole." I mean, <laughs> they begin with <clears throat> so. You will remember, because you are a historian, a time when sometime, once upon a time, some of these things were handled a different kind of way. You mean the glo uh, glove in the face, demanding satisfaction? And Yes, exactly I mean that. And uh, a Republican politician in Missouri has an idea. If we can't get along, let's have duels. He wants to bring back the duel between politicians. You know, just like Alexander's famous duel with Aaron Burr. I know you you referenced that just last week for some reason. I can't yeah, I've always why. been an Aaron Burr guy. Yeah, so uh, just like the duels of the, the duels of the old days, uh, Nick Schroeser, state senator and member of the Freedom Caucus, far right wing group in Missouri, has proposed a dueling resolution. I don't mean two resolutions that duel with each other. No, a resolution. To say, let's resolve our disputes by a duel on the, on the floor of the House here in Missouri. Kind of pick your own weapons kind of thing, Howard? Uh, let's see. If the, uh, it, it, the, the proposal <clears throat> says, if a senator's honor is, quote, impugned by another senator to the point that it is beyond repair, they should be able to formally challenge them to a duel. They would submit the challenge in writing. And the senators would need to agree to the terms of the duel, including choice of weapons. What would your weapon be? Slingshot. Oh. 
<laughs> Whop! Right between the eyes. The duel would take place at a agreed-upon date, quote, in the well of the Senate in Missouri, in the well of the Senate at high noon. Now, I don't know Missouri politics. I have to assume this is never going to happen. I have to assume this guy's making a point of some kind. But it would be kind of cool. Well, that's why I went with the slingshot, Howard. I certainly don't want to kill the guy. I just want to bust him up just, a little bit. Just knock his head down. Yeah, okay. All right. I, I got that. Um, anyway, I'm a, I got, I got, let's have a paintball fight. You can do that, right? Yeah, that, that might work. They hurt a little bit, I understand. You know, just enough to make you go, ah! Ouch! Yeah. But not enough to make you go, oh! Like that. So, I don't know. Uh, or this the story I'm looking at here says, what if they had... <laughs> What if they had a slap fight where each person was armed with a large mouth bass? You just <laughs> Anyway, I'm sure they're not going to – I can't believe it's ever going to come to fruition. But it is a true story. This guy has proposed um, – this is a proposal in the Missouri Senate to bring back the duel. I think that's a great point, though. I think that's where we have gotten to where you don't have to be accountable for what you say. You, in the old days, if you said something, again, if I insulted Howard Monroe, I better either apologize or give you satisfaction. Texter off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line 304-214-1600 says, kind of like the airing of grievances at Festivus. There you go. <laughs> Frank Costanza. So that, that's exactly what it sounds like. Um, I, I just I saw that story late last night, and I thought of you. I said, I know that Bob's like, you know, because you've often talked about the Aaron Burr, Burr duel and so on. I thought, it's right up your alley. We could have a duel. I grew up. I'm just it. picturing some duels around here. I'm not going to go into it, but I can picture some duels around I here. I grew up with that, Howard. No, it wasn't duels. And again, I, I grew up in the bar business. If, if, if two guys had a disagreement, you took it to the parking lot. And then you came back in, and I don't know, either we're buddies or maybe as the evening went on, you said you're ready for round two. But Or only one came back in. Where I come from, that's what men did. If, if, you, if you crossed the line, you either had to back up a little bit or let's take it to the parking lot. You see, where I come from, we would say, I really am offended by you saying that. I hope you wouldn't say it again. <laughs> but then again, I think we hit, uh, hung out in uh, probably different kind of bars, I suppose. A little different. I would love to have uh, known you when you had the bar. I mean, you didn't have the bar, but your family had the bar. I was there all the time. I mean, I, I, I would love to have hung out with you in, in uh, that bar. Frio Stack Auction Service, text line 304-214-1600. Uh, Howard, I would love to see you and Trump in a duel. <laughs> well, he's often said that uh, he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and nobody would care, right? So I don't want to duel with him because he, I don't think, look, part of having a duel was you got to play fair. Whatever the rules of the duel are, you got to play fair, right? He would shoot you in the back while you were taking your, your five paces exactly. or whatever. <laughs> Oops, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Exactly right. Uh, join us, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, if you would like to do that. The Frio Stack Auction Service text line. It's um, left over from yesterday. All right. All right, so that's uh, that. I just I, I couldn't help but want to start with that this morning. What else are we doing today? In a minute or two, Bob Carter Bank. We talked about Carter Bank yesterday. The judge has ruled on that money that the governor owes. Carter Bank has said something to the governor yesterday. You know what he said? What they said? You got to pay up. I want my money, and the bank has said they are going to aggressively go after the money which is owed by the justice companies but personally guaranteed by Governor Justice. Give you a little bit more of that coming up a little bit later on. Um, <clears throat> think dueling is bad. How about uh, 
teachers packing heat. The House has passed a bill in West Virginia for teachers to pack heat in the classroom. I, I, I see nothing but bad coming out of that. Yeah, I'm pro-gun. I don't like that at all either because, again, if, if I accidentally shoot you, you're, you're still shot no matter what, and I think you'll, you'll run into that. People just will be careless, leave their gun around or, or just make a mistake, an accident. Yeah, too many, too many things. Too can, many guns. Too many things can go wrong. Yeah, Frank, that's the problem. Too many guns. You picture a I, – I get the philosophy that you're going to have a, a hero step up and the school is under attack by a couple of, uh, of active shooters and – uh, Mr. Jones is going to step up and bang, 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 bang. First place, that almost never happens. Secondly, the problem that creates, which the law enforcement have said over and over again, is law enforcement com- comes into a school where there's an active shooter to try and control the situation. How do they know who the good guy and the bad guy is? And Howard, we've seen before, those, what, it took them an hour to respond. These people were trained. They didn't want to go in there. They were afraid. They yeah. were very, very cautious. And okay, the science teacher just shot the bad guy, but he shot the kindergarten teacher and, and two students in, in the process. And if they do go in, the police go in, law enforcement goes in. What, what a, in, in an active, I don't, I'm, I'm not a law enforcement person, but in an active shooter situation, I would assume, what do you look for? Someone shooting. And then if you're a law enforcement officer in an active shooting situation and you see someone shooting, what do you do? Well, you're going to probably shoot. You shoot back. Ludicrous. It has not passed the Senate, but it passed the House yesterday. Teachers packing heat. We may talk more about that coming up later on. McCabe is in for the day uh, at 9 o'clock. Newspaper editor John McCabe and I will discuss homeless camps, school start times, Ogilvy Deer. All of that's in the weekly Friday roundtable. Uh, last night I went to cruise night at uh, Uniglobal Highway Travel. It's in a new venue. The old Posen's building on Market Street has been turned into an event venue. Very nice. Can you get there? No. <laughs> the venue was beautiful. I mean, it was just gorgeous. And, you know, a guy in a vest and, you know, greeted us at the door. And, you know, sir, we have some beverages and, and some small hors d'oeuvres for you back here, please. But getting there was like, sweet Jesus. So we drove down Market Street, had to park on Market Street. I, I think we, we just parked in a ditch because that's all you got to park on on Market Street. What a mess. What a total, complete mess it is. Holy mackerel. But that's the city's problem. Had a really good night at Cruise Night. Nice group of folks there. Reviewed all of the cruises that Uniglobal Highway Travel is going to offer for this year. Man, they've got uh, New England Cruise, Western European, Western uh, uh, Caribbean Cruise, Eastern Caribbean Cruise, uh, uh, Cruise of the Rhine River, which I've taken in the past. And I think the one Nancy and I are going to go on, which is the West Coast Cruise going to cruise all the way down the West Coast in uh, the fall. I'm really looking forward to that. As you all know, I have only been to the West Coast once, and that was uh, last year when we went on our 66 trip. And all we, we were at Santa Monica Pier and spent a good time there, but really weren't anywhere else. So I'm looking forward to the West Coast cr- cruise. But it was cruise night last night, and uh, we'll talk about that when the Uniglobal Highway Travel people come in. Plus, Bill Bryson told me last night he has learned a lot about Smokey the Bear. And I corrected him. I said, I thought he was Smokey Bear. And he said, no, no, he's done the work. And we're going to learn it. And you know why Smokey the Bear is Smokey the Bear? Why is that? I'm not going to tell you, but Bill will tell you coming up later on this morning here on the show. Uh, Plus, uh, Jennifer's coming in with Bill. She just got off the new Icon of the Seas, the one of the biggest cruise ships on the ocean. And she'll tell us how that went. So that's what I've got for you. What have you got for Bob and I? 
304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, or you may use the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line if the mood strikes you, 304-232-8255. It is 724 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show, and when we come back, um, have you done some highlights of the week? I got a few. You look at me. Yeah, I got them. Yeah, Okay. You forgot, didn't you? Come on, tell me I the did. truth. You forgot. That's right. I got a bunch of them, and I'll share them with you uh, coming up. Uh, and I, my my number one choice may surprise you this week. May surprise you. The highlight of the the big thing of the week, I think. We'll talk about it coming up next. Watchdog Morning Show. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. When disaster strikes, just pick up the phone. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. It's time once again for the West Virginia Bob Otten State Hockey Championship, February 10th and 11th at West Banco Arena. The tournament includes middle school and high school divisions. Top players throughout the state of West Virginia from Charleston, Martinsburg, Morgantown, Lindsley, Wheeling Central, and Wheeling Park. February 10th and 11th at West Banco Arena, the West Virginia Bob Otten State Hockey Championship. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Rundgren action there, I believe, right? Yes, hello, it's me. Hello, it's me. And it's you. And it's us together here on the Watchdog Morning Show, 726. 26 after the hour, every Friday, we kind of sit back and take a look at the week gone by. And uh, some weeks lately, we haven't had a whole week to worry about, but this is the first week we've had a full five days, or we will when the show is over today. So take a look at some of the highlights of this week. I always look at, first of all, I always go to what do, I, what do I think we did really well in terms of coverage? What did we do in doing our job to serve the community and giving really good information about the important stories? And I think you have to put our coverage of the homeless situation in Wheeling, the homeless camp situation, the arguments going on between the social service providers, the city of Wheeling, the tearing down of the camps a week ago. I think our coverage of the homeless this week, and quite frankly, for the last several weeks, has been pretty good. I, I'm I'm proud of ourselves for that. I think you'd have to go back some time, Howard, where you would see a topic where everyone's <clears> talking <throat> about it, and everyone's really not agreeing, but everyone has an opinion about it. 
The Ohio Senate debate, we uh, I watched it, and the debate between the Republican uh, candidates for the Senate in Ohio, uh, the ones who whoever wins the race will win, will run against Sherrod Brown. We have spent so much time on this show talking about Joe Manchin and the Senate race in this state, in West Virginia, that we really haven't paid any attention to that. And so the, the debate on Monday night gave me a chance to refocus some of our attention on that. Nick Evans came in from the Ohio Capital Journal because uh, I think it's something we need to get on our radar screen. We don't have it on our radar screen enough. The homeless thing we've had on our radar screen for a long time, boom, 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 cover, 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 good job. Uh, I think we need to get more into that Ohio Senate situation. Sherrod Brown is probably the second most vulnerable uh, seat for Republicans to pick up in this country. Um, and first would be in West Virginia, probably. So I think we need to pay attention to that. And I was pleased that we were able to start that process by our coverage of the Ohio Senate debate. Now, Bob, next I've got, um, I guess I'll put these together on the broad topic of food. Yeah, that's where I'm at, Howard. We're on the same page here. <laughs> uh, our friend Desiree brought us uh, croissants yesterday, croissant sandwiches. I guess Dr. Campsey from WVU Medicine told me to put it down. Don't, don't eat it, but uh, but I did. But uh, so I, that was one of the highlights. Is that well, I love it when people bring me food. Well, your lovely wife Nancy started the trend on Monday. Remember, she brought us hot chocolate because we were so cold. Peppermint hot chocolate. Yes, she brought in. yes. absolutely. So yeah, it, it, that was my highlight. Uh, Desiree and Nancy Monroe. And then we had in the in the food story, we spent a good bit of time talking about National Pie Day, which was earlier this week. Uh, what's your favorite pie? What's your favorite dessert? And all that kind of stuff. So food comes in uh, as one of Imagine my... Imagine that, Hart. Yeah. Uh, who would have ever thought food would be one of the highlights for me? Uh, and then in terms of just conversation, there was no guest involved. It was you and me. But I really enjoyed the conversation you and I had, Bob, about the demise of iconic magazines. It began with us talking about Sports Illustrated having its uh, workforce cut almost to nothing, the likelihood that Sports Illustrated may vanish altogether. And we got then talking about some other magazines that were the huge magazines, Once Upon a Time, Playboy, TV Guide, uh, all of which are gone or in such reduced form you can barely notice them. Um, and I think that was more than nostalgia. It was nostalgia. But it was more than just old guys reminiscing about what it used to be. Uh, it really, I think, was a comment on how the media has so dramatically changed. It really has. I mean, magazines were a big part of my life growing up. I mean, again, <laughs> I would I would love to go to the mailbox and there would be a magazine uh, to read. But we also learned something, Howard. We thought that uh, Mad Magazine and Cracked went the, the way of uh, Playboy and where, where it appears that uh, Sports Illustrated is going. But no, no, no. You can get that. <laughs> now, I, I think you might have a hard time getting it at a magazine shop, but you can get it what uh, delivered to your house. wonder if Books, Books, like, Books a Million is the only place that still has magazines around here. I wonder if they have Mad we'll Magazine. Have to check it out next time, Howard, gonna, because I, I thought Mad Magazine was history. I'm going to make it. I am definitely going to check that out. I miss Spy versus Spy and, you know, some of those things that were in there. But I thought it was just you and I. It wasn't a guest. It wasn't a gigantic topic of local news value i thought that was a really good segment that we did because it was more than as it was more than just us reminiscing about the old days which we often do but it was it was a, a real comment on how how journalism has changed how sports illustrated used to be the epitome of sports journalism not sports news not scores 
but sports journalism. You had you had writers who could write. I mean, f- really creatively and interesting for Sports Illustrated um, and Playboy. Despite the joke, I only read it for the articles. Playboy's articles were top notch because they were great writers, and that's another thing that we talked about, Howard. We talked about a couple icons before they got into radio. They were they were some of the best writers in the country. We're talking about Myron Cope and, and, and Tony Kornheiser. Tony Kornheiser is as good a writer that we have in this country. That's a good point. I, I, that's a really good point. I love Kornheiser. Um, so that was one, you and I discussing the uh, the uh, demise of iconic magazines. One of my highlights, and and you and I again. Went off the rails one day this week as we got off on, well, one of my listeners called it several times, you're just having Trump derangement syndrome. Gene from Martin Ferry said we're nuts, Howard. Yeah, we we just, we just, I, I wasn't planning that. In fact, the, the Trump conversation wasn't even on my, you know, I have my daily list. I have every day of things I'm going to talk about. It wasn't even there. And I forget how suddenly it popped up. And the next thing you know, we're both running downhill, waving our hands and fists and, and going crazy. You know what the bad part of that is? What? I bet we garnered up a couple votes for him with all, all the all the stuff that we brought up. <laughs> those guys, do you hear what those guys said? My God, I got to vote for that Trump guy. So with that in mind, I am picking for the top, the, the highlight of the award. Number one. Highlight, highlight of the week award is you and me. What did we do? Together. Oh, just our, just us. Our discussion of the iconic magazines, our rants about Trump, I think we're good. You know, I usually go away from us and talk about guests and topics, but uh, I thought we, I, this was a good this was a good week for Yins Yen, and me. Number 1. Number 1. So I pick you and I together. It, we didn't even argue about it. Sometimes the arguments get a little intense. We actually agreed on these <laughs> it's things. It's been a while so. since we argued on the air. Well, let's, let's not, let's, hey, it's Friday. Let's just <laughs> Wait till McCabe gets here. We'll have a good argument. <laughs> there's, there's no need to go down that road. So that was those were my highlights of the week of the week gone by. I thought it was a good week. I was really I was I thought it was a very good week and we had a lot of good we have you know, I would say we have information and conversation. And I want to have both every day. I want to tell you things you don't know. I want to share with you interviews and information and news that you don't know, and then I want to talk about it. And I thought we had both information and conversation this week in great abundance. That's what makes talk radio work. And yesterday I thought was a highlight, Howard. You know, one day might have been a technical issue. We got no text at all. And then it wasn't yesterday. We were bombarded with text. And that really makes the show better, I think. There were two days this week. Now, as you said, one day I think our text line was down. It wasn't our fault. I think the service we use just wasn't working. But um, there were two days this week where I kept looking, and I get a little red dot when a new one comes in. Every time I look down at my screen, red dot, red dot, red dot, red dot. Yesterday was one of them, and um, Monday, Tuesday. Anyways, two days this week, we were just inundated with uh, text coming into the Frio Stack Ox Service text line. So I'm pleased with that, and I thank those of you who text in, uh, even those of you who call us names. I don't always read the ones that call us names and sometimes i wish i hadn't after i did but uh uh yeah that's a good point that that was another highlight of the week i didn't think about that good one uh, bob good one 735 25 to the hour here on the watchdog morning show weather wise today may be a highlight of the week 60 degrees right across the board right now now we got a little bit of rain outside as it was when i came in it had turned from a drizzle to a light sprinkle uh during my drive in and we're going to see some rain clouds throughout the day today 
the temperatures will drop. Uh, I think we hit our high like at midnight, and we've been dropping ever since. We're right around 60 right now. We'll go into the 50s later on. We will talk. Then, then one of the concerns I have, which I'll ask Adam about in a minute or two, Bob, uh, are we headed towards any flooding? I've been watching the creeks and streams, and they are rising and they're moving fast. They're not near overflow stage yet, but they're fast and high. I was up last night around midnight, Howard, and I looked down my steps down in the basement, and I saw something on the floor. I thought, man, what is that? My ground is so saturated that the little bit of water has come. Now, again, I have a deep basement. I'm underground there, but water is uh, coming in a little bit. There's so much water in the ground. So, like I said, we drove around uh, after we picked up Teddy, just two or three of the area creeks right around this area, and they were, um, again, they're high, and and they're running fast, running very, very fast. So, And there were some kids. I assume there were kids from West Liberty University. I know that because they came in a West Liberty car uh, parked by Country Day School who took a big kit down. They must have done a, some testing of the water down there at that uh, Elm, was it Elm Run? Whatever that run is there. Um, they took their testing kits down. We're taking samples and so on. It's kind of fun to watch them, you know, do the testing there. All right, team, that's what I, we have for you so far this morning. we got a lot more to do. And uh, the first thing we have to do is check some news for you. Then we'll bring Adam in and Bob's got sports. It's all coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, Rebecca is working for us this morning. Good morning, I'm Rebecca Little with a look at your 7 News headlines for this Friday, January 26th. Weirton Medical Center has informed 7 News about a recent malware incident that temporarily disrupted their internal network affecting certain systems and services. However, the hospital's primary clinical system remained unaffected and patient care was maintained throughout the incident. Officials report that most services have now been restored. Stay with 7 News for further updates as we continue to gather more information. Meanwhile, the Wheeling Water Department has announced a boil order for the Fulton area effective this morning. The boil order comes due to a water line break after a fire hydrant was damaged from an accident. The order applies to all addresses on Glenwood Road and Barrington Drive. Residents are advised to boil water for 48 hours once the service resumes. For more information, you can contact the Water Department at 304-234-3835. Continuing coverage now, local librarians are protesting House Bill 4654, which could lead to charges for schools, museums, and libraries distributing obscene materials to minors. The bill has sparked community debate with more than 30 people recently voicing their opinions at the Capitol. Librarian Todd Duncan, for example, may consider a career change or relocation if the bill is enacted. According to West Virginia's code, violators for distribution of obscene material to minors could receive a fine up to $25,000 and up to five years behind bars. And the Belmont County Sheriff's Department has introduced an app for public updates. Sheriff Dave Lucas says it will come in handy with everyone having a smartphone. So now people can find out in real time about issues that affect their lives. The Sheriff's Department will soon be able to send out push notifications about missing children, descriptions of fleeing suspects or road closures or detours due to crashes. He says the app is up and you can download it free from the app store or Google Play. That was a look at your 7 News headlines for this Friday, 
January 26th. I'm Rebecca Little. Have a lovely weekend, Ohio Valley. Motto Mortgage Valor is a locally owned and operated mortgage brokerage where they can shop your loan to multiple lenders with just one credit pull. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a real estate investor looking to expand your portfolio, they have you covered. Connected to a large network of lenders and a vast selection of loan products, they can match your unique needs and qualifications with the perfect loan options available. Unlike banks and retail lenders, they have access to an expansive menu of loan products and credit scenarios to help a wider range of borrowers and investors. Motto Mortgage Valor, offering you more loan products than anyone in the area. Call 304-905-8525. It's time once again for the West Virginia Bob Otten State Hockey Championship, February 10th and 11th at West Banco Arena. The tournament includes middle school and high school divisions. Top players throughout the state of West Virginia from Charleston, Martinsburg, Morgantown, Lindsley, Wheeling Central, and Wheeling Park. February 10th and 11th at West Banco Arena, the West Virginia Bob Otten State Hockey Championship. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not. The courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation. 304-232-5300. Toyota's national sales event is on, making now the best time to save big at your Toyota dealer. With available APR financing as low as 1.9% on select new 2022 fuel-efficient Camrys, Corollas, fours and highlanders or go off-road in a rugged tacoma or tundra also with low financing available to qualified buyers visit buyatoyota.com for more not all buyers will qualify for special apr financing from toyota see your dealer for details hurry toyota's national sales event ends september 6th toyota let's go places my name is mike campsey i am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at wheeling hospital i think the value of hvi in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Us alone. Come on in and be part of the show. Leave me alone. I would have played this song when I was a big time rock and roll radio disc jockey. Ann Murray? I don't think that's Ann Murray, is it? It's Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy is Hel- Oh, yes. And when I was a big time rock and roll radio disc jockey, every time I play Helen's song, what would I say? Ann Murray. No, no. But <laughs> I would in- I say, is Helen ready? Ah, she is she ready? Is. Yes, very good. You know, I would, but like ten times a day, if we played a Helen Ready song, is Helen ready? I thought that was so clever. I picked songs today from fifty years ago. This would be around uh, February nineteen seventy four, and man, she had a good year, Howard. She oh. had, she was really big. Didn't last long, but Helen Ready was pretty big at one. There time. were there were a couple of the uh, the other ones, Ann Murray. Uh, there's one more I'm thinking of. There were three of some of the same ilk. 
Uh, the, I really, really liked back in the early 70s, and, and certainly these, that, that, and that's a good song, too. But don't leave us alone. Come on in. The Frio Stack Oxers text line is open and is available. Adam Fike never leaves us alone. He is always here with us to help us, to comfort us, to carry us through the morning weather. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. Yeah, I never, that's unless I forget, but I'm doing pretty good at not forgetting. Yeah, well, you know, you haven't forgotten for quite a good while, so that's a... Uh, that's cool. Not going to work because you say that, and now next week I'm going to forget. So. <laughs> Where's Adam? I'll be. Bob, is Adam ready yet? He's not here yet. Is he here yet? No, he's not here yet. I don't know. He probably forgot us again. Um, when I came in this morning, it was um, a very light drizzle that turned into a kind of a light sprinkle, if I can make those distinctions. It wasn't really heavy rain, but it went from a just a little drizzle into a sprinkle um, as I was driving in. Is it still raining outside at all? I mean, at this point, most of us are just seeing clouds, like you said, maybe a little bit of drizzle. There's a stray shower right now you can see. Well, I can see. You can't see because it's the radio. From Harrison to Jefferson County, but really that's it. So it's going to unfortunately still be cloudy, might notice drizzle, might notice a light stray shower, but even that's a bit of a stretch. So we'll be looking. Hey, it's in the 60s right now for half of us. It's at least feeling nice. Yeah, I say roaming around 60 right now, although... We're actually going to drop during the day. Is that right? I wouldn't say drop is the correct word. I hesitate saying that. It's more of like a slight decrease because it's going to be about a degree every hour. A decrease, Howard. A decrease. Not a drop, but a decrease. All right. I got that. It's not like last last week or the two weeks where we went from 40 down to negative whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What was it this time last week? It wasn't. uh, We had feels like this time last week in the negatives. That's right. So. Uh, very spring-like outside. Bob said earlier, if you take a deep breath, it almost smells like spring outside right now. I was definitely more of a pleasant morning, so it, it felt nice not to have to run my heat for the first time. Yes. Who knows how ever. Yes, I didn't have to warm the car up, just got in and got going, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, And that's kind of the way of the weekend, too, right? Some clouds, some rain, moderate temperatures, if I can call them that, uh, maybe dropping some, but still moderate temperatures. That's pretty much through the weekend, right? Just above average temperatures. I would say above average temperatures, but still gloomy. What we're seeing today is basically going to be the same thing tomorrow once we hit, I would say, 5, 6, or 7 p.m. tomorrow. We'll see rain showers kick back in. So it's more so going to be overnight into Sunday where we see rain, but temperatures both in the 40s, both Saturday and Sunday. Sunday, like we see scattered showers throughout the day. Um, and as we go into next week, uh, I, I, well, not quite a little bit the same, but maybe not quite as rainy. Is that right? I'm looking at the forecast here. I think I've got it right. Not going to be as warm. It's Monday, we're going to be in the upper 30s. Yeah. And I'm careful about saying this, but we could see a few lake effects, no showers, like I said yesterday. Since it's been so warm and it's going to be well above average this weekend, nothing's going to accumulate Monday. And not everyone even sees a straight snow shower. So even if we see snow showers, don't it's not going to be a cumulative snow? No. Most you'll just see might have to use your glove or something to brush off your windshield, but that's it. Even that's a bit of a stretch. Yesterday the and fall- then Go ahead, I'm sorry. I interrupt. No, 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 <laughs> I interrupted you. I apologize. Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll see mixed showers more so it's going to be more so rain with a few snowflakes mixing in tuesday night into wednesday morning then a little bit of sunshine wednesday and thursday back to the mid and low 40s 
Yesterday, we had uh, some patchy, dense fog in the morning, and really uh, some fog sort of floated around all day long as I was picking up my grandson in the late afternoon. I noticed down around the creeks and the streams, and I guess the river too, uh, there was just a lot of that low-lying fog still floating around. Mm -hmm. It was a a foggy day in some places really all day long yesterday. Yeah, because initially the dense fog advisor was supposed to be lifted at 10, but they extended it till 9 p.m. because of that exact reason. I mean... It looked cool. I was driving home, and I'm like, oh, I'm in a club right now. Exactly. Well, I, it, it did look cool. I said earlier, depending on whether you look, whether you're a glass half full or half empty kind of guy, it can be a spooky look because, you know, all the, the, the fog sort of floating around, and you wonder what's coming out of the fog or whatever. Or it can just be a very beautiful evening. I thought it was a beautiful night. As I told yeah. Bob, uh, my grandson said, you know, what is, what is fog? And my wife had a very good meteorological explanation. She said, fog? is when the clouds come down to the ground to sleep. That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's what it is. I bring the fog up, though, because I saw a piece on CNN yesterday that said dense fog alerts were all up and down the coast and really all throughout the country, that we had um, record numbers of dense fog alerts across the country yesterday, which, in my mind, just goes to show that Climate change is everywhere. Even with fog, we are seeing record numbers of things. I mean, even like right now, let's count. One, two, three. There's a bunch of states. I can give you an exact number later, but there's still Pennsylvania. Every state across the Great Plains, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, they all still have fog advisors, even California, Oregon, Idaho, Montana. So still pretty foggy for a lot of the country, especially the plains of the Midwest. Quoting from CNN on this one, in total, fog alerts encompassed more than 1,500 National Weather Service forecast areas. So, and, and again, the, up and down the northeast, in the Midwest, uh, out on the west coast, everywhere, uh, a lot of fog. But um, it, to me, it's just another example of how, you know, the winters get warmer, the summers get colder or whatever. It's, everything is changing. The weather is changing. And, and even fog, even fog is becoming record fog. Nothing more to say to that. Like, it's so, it's not very common to see yeah. all that fog. One more thing to, before I let you go and uh, ask you how your weekend is going to go, uh, but one more weather related thing. Are we concerned at all about flooding? At this point, no. I wasn't even concerned yesterday either, which is why I didn't bring it up. Okay. We had flood watches for Wetzel, Tyler, Monroe, and Noble counties, but we were well below what they predicted for rainfall. National Weather Service and other, I would say, weather models were anticipating about one to two inches of rain by yesterday evening. Okay. We we only saw we saw less than an inch, so numbers were way off. <laughs> it, it um, I drove around some of the creeks and streams uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, they were high, not not overflowing their banks high. They just were running high, and they were running very fast too. I noticed as well. I mean, that's just action stage. I mean, river, that's why I'm very careful about when you use that. Because if streams and creeks are likely to rise, yes. But we didn't really see anything overflowing. Spots towards St. Mary's and Parkersburg, just outside of our area, they had some stream flooding that that closed a couple of roads. But it was nothing that was too concerning and still not super concerning. Yes, we're still going to see rain through the weekend. But once again, it's not going to be a whole lot. 
All right. So uh, I, I, I was wondering about that. I, I think, and you mentioned the river. I, I last time I looked at the river prediction, um, it, it might. It looked like it might crest just smidgen above the action stage that they call it. And I know my former producer Biff, who used to live on the island, when I would say, you know, that it's going to go to the action stage, he would go, "Come on, Howard. People on the island don't care about action stage. We know when it's coming." So. Uh, it looks like the river at the moment doesn't cause any problems. I just worry just watching those creeks and streams. And, and as, long, yeah, as long as the rain doesn't stay, as long as we don't get really heavy rains, I think uh, I think we'll be all right. Adam, i got to run. I appreciate your time this morning, my friend, and all week long, as always. Thank you, sir. We will uh, talk to you Monday. Have yourself a great weekend. Talk to you then. Have a great weekend yourself. See you, Adam. Eight before the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. 60 degrees pretty much across the board. 60 at the airport, 60 at the Highlands, 60 in Elm Grove, 60 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. We have... um Mr. Slider with sports, that's not far away. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. How tough are you? It's the 43rd Annual Budweiser Tough Man Contest. Co-sponsored by WTOV9, Eagle 107.5, Wheeling, Ohio County, CBB, Thomas Auto Centers, The World Gym, Jill's Gentleman's Club, A Class Act, ICR Equipment Rental, Sales and Supply, and Honda Direct Line. Coming February 16th and 17th to Wheeling's West Banco Arena. If you think you're tough enough and willing to get in the ring and prove it, sign up to fight at WBToughman.com. Ladies, if you want to be a ring girl and strut your stuff in the ring, sign up at WBToughman.com. Tickets go on sale this Saturday at the West Banco Arena box office or online at WestBancoArena.com. It's the 43rd Annual Budweiser Tough Man Contest coming February 16th and 17th to Wheeling's West Banco Arena. Planning to stay in Wheeling? Tough Man Weekend? The Wheeling, Ohio County CVB is offering special hotel rates for Tough Man fighters, ring girls, and fans. For details, visit WBToughman.com. Get your tickets today and tough it out. You want sports talk? We got the goods all night long. Tune into Sports Map Radio. Evenings and overnights on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We are the Watchdog. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real Steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Boston for the springtime. Oh, yeah, I love this song. I love this song. I'm staying here with some friends and they've got lots of room. And you can sell your paintings on the sidewalk. And buy a cafe where I hope to be 
working soon. I think I said on the air, I know I told you off the air, Bob, one day this week, um, my son and I had gone to Bel Air for lunch. Had a gulas, by golly, it's a gula. Uh, and then I just took an old ride all up and down and around to Belmont County, the highways, the byways, the roads I used to know, the secret paths I used to be able to trod. Um, and, and reminisced and got nostalgic, and I had the 70s on 7 uh, Sirius XM channel on, and I'm listening to music from the 70s, and I just, I just, went, and this is one of those songs, it just, just takes me back to the days of my, of my ute. I do that quite a bit, Howard. I'll pick a ridge and just take a ride and just, just remember a little bit. Yep, absolutely. 7.55, five before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I remember Bob Slider. He's a guy who's got sports. I got it right here, Howard. Last night, Wheeling Central girls basketball. It was a real thriller, and you heard it right here on the Watchdog Radio Network in overtime. Wheeling Central in overtime, Howard. Wheeling Central over St. Mary's 78 to 70. Caitlin Blake had 20 points. She led all scores. Bella Fitzsimmons had 18 points. It's a Wheeling Central boys basketball night right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Tonight, the Maroon Knights host St. Mary's. That's a 7.30 tip-off. We'll get on the air at 7.20. Jerry Ames and Ryan Storm with the call. It's a busy weekend for Mel Stevens' squad. They come right back Saturday afternoon with a 3.30 tip-off against the number one team in the state, Charleston Catholic. We'll have it all right here. There was movement yesterday, Howard, in the NFL head coaching ranks, and it wasn't the same old names we've been hearing. Really? Really. The Atlanta Falcons announced that they hired Raheem Morris. Never heard of this guy, who uh, most recently was the L.A. Rams defensive coordinator, and then the Carolina Panthers, they've selected a guy by the name of Dave Canale. And I've never heard of him either. He's their new head coach, and his last job was with Tampa Bay as their offensive coordinator. It's a huge weekend for the NFL. It's Conference Championship Sunday. The AFC Championship game is a 3 o'clock kickoff. Kansas City at Baltimore. The Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Chiefs. And the late game, the NFL championship, or the NFC Championship game, the San Francisco 49ers host the Detroit Lions. San Francisco is a seven-point favorite. That's a 6-30 kickoff. It's a hockey night in Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Penguins host the Florida Panthers. Puck drops at 7.05. And Howard, we are loaded with sports here on the Watchdog Radio Network. At noon today, it's the Pine Room Podcast. Coach Matt, Jarrett, and Jub, the Pine Room Boys, from noon to 3. And start your Saturday morning bright and early, 6.30. It's the West Virginia Basketball Scoreboard with our friend Fred Persinger. Then at 7 o'clock, it's the Chris Lawrence and the West Virginia Outdoor Show from 7 to 8. What happens at 8 o'clock? I'm just 8 o'clock, Howard. Anything, it really gets rocking. Anything good at 8. It's myself and Brian Beresford for Good Old Boys on Sports with Baron Bob again from 8 to 9. And then we're just getting started at 9 o'clock. It's the Paul Harris Saturday Sports Huddle with your host, Dr. Angelo Georges. That's from 9 to noon. We are we're not di- done we're yet, done Howard. We're done we are that, not right? done yet. That's that's six hours. That's done, right? And then at 2 o'clock, it's the tip-off for West Virginia men's basketball. The Mountaineers travel to Oklahoma to face the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. We'll start things off with the pregame show at 1 o'clock. Slider on sports time. Getting late, Howard. 7.59. Wow. All right. But it's uh, it's a busy weekend uh, here. Busy, on, busy. On the Watchdog Radio Network. And we like it that way. It's, uh, it's our busy. One of our busy seasons. One, uh, listen, we our, our seasons are so busy so many different ways, so many different times, so many different places. Roaming around 60 degrees just about everywhere. A light drizzle or, or a, a, a coming down outside. Cloudy throughout the day today. Pretty much what we're going to have all day long. Temperatures will... 
I said drop. He said decrease, right? Not drop. They're going to decrease. Decrease. Throughout the day. We'll get into the 50s as the day goes on. Uh, coming up next hour, both Jennifer and Bill coming in. There is so much going on in the Uniglobe Highway travel world. We need two Uniglobe travel people to help deal with that. So they're both coming in to uh, join us this morning. And then uh, McCabe and I will kick around the Ohio Valley headlines at 9 o'clock. Anywhere along the way, you want to have your say, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. The Frio Stack Auction Service text line or 304-232-8255, which is the phone line. It's 8 o'clock and ABC covers the world next. The number one fan of the man from Tennessee.